1: plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary getting your day started Go ahead. with the morning shift time for the show on Sports Radio
2: 92.9 The Game Sports Radio 92.9 The Game Mike Johnson Squid Billy Bo Morgan down here in Daytona, Florida for the Daytona 500 sour brought to you by Zero Rest smart, lasting, clean um, before we get to the Justin Fields conversation, Bo, and it was really interesting, honestly, to talk to, uh, to Brugler yesterday about everything going on with the quarterback position. He knows it, obviously, as well as anybody. But before we get to that, um, I thought at this point you might be thinking about going here at the dog. <laughs> because uh, you, you, it you, was
3: a long night
2: last night. You thought
3: I might go to a transfusion already? I,
2: I thought, hey, man, Bo is going to be one of those guys that, uh, you know, 7 a.m. decides, hey, this is there's there's one way to make this better. It might be to dive back in.
3: Well, I actually feel, believe it or not, I feel pretty good, um, despite some of the reports that have been said in this <laughs> camp about me. And you're um, not
2: a coffee guy. The Duncan is saving my life right now. No. You're not a coffee guy, though.
3: But I, I – uh, I've, Bo Jackson was on the other day with Steak and Rusty, and it was a phenomenal interview. I mean, I was, I, it was absolutely awesome. Yeah, it was I mean, good. And he talked about his drink called A Game. And I, we, you, more real primarily, know someone that's involved in A Game. And yeah. um, I have my hand on the Dragon Fruit Plum. And you've been telling me about how good this stuff it's good is, because huh? you've, you've had it, and you've really been pumping it. So I finally got my hands on one, and it's the ultimate in hydration, <laughs> is what they say. What it says on the bottle. I'll tell you something, It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not Maybe, bad. You think – how do you think uh, vodka no, taste we are
2: n- No, that is not a paid promo, by the way. Do you think uh, if you poured vodka in it, it would
3: taste uh, –
2: so, right. I don't know that vodka makes anything taste better. Usually, it's the other way around. You pour stuff in the vodka to make that taste well, better. Well, was I can hydrate. just take the vodka straight to the face. the whole dog To same the time. face. All right, got to talk about uh, Dane Brugler with uh, the Justin Fields stuff yesterday. He joined the morning shift, me, myself, Bo, and uh, – tiffany and we talked about tim yesterday about the quarterback position and i had one specific question that i wanted him to answer i asked him hey amongst the quarterbacks in this year's
4: draft how would justin fields rank with Fields, you have to factor in the contract. You have to factor in the money part of all this. And, you know, with Jaden Daniels or Drake May, you know you have them for at least the next five years at a relatively cheaper contract, where with Justin Fields, the rents come and do. So that affects, I think, where necessarily he fits in this conversation. But just based off of talent, I think that he would probably be fighting for quarterback three with Jaden Daniels as a guy that is a true dual threat. It's not an apples-to-apples comparison with Lamar Jackson, but defenses have to defend you the same way that they defend Lamar Jackson because you are a true dual threat, and that's what Jaden Daniels brings. That's what Justin Fields brings the ability to create those big plays. So there's some inconsistencies to his game, but again, bet on the young talent and, you know, see what your coaches can do with him. But again, with fields, it is a little more of a convoluted conversation because you know that contract is uh, coming up due pretty soon and you're going to have to make a big decision about whether or not you're going to pay him over a hundred million dollars. And that's something that is a franchise changer.
2: Uh, Listen, we've said from the beginning, or at least I have, and I know our show has, that if you're going to obviously trade for him, then you have to pay him. And that's the one thing that I think separates a lot of uh, the Justin Fields naysayers to the Atlanta Falcons with the people who want to bring him here. It's, hey, it's not just about trading or giving Chicago whatever they want to. You then have to pretty much uh, guarantee him over $100 million as he's brought in. I think that's why a lot of people's eyes continue to stray over to that uh, that rookie draft
3: pool. I think – the money, the Justin Fields contract thing is, is everything in this conversation because not only do you have to give up draft compensation to get him and maybe a player, but you have to pay him and you're paying a hundred million dollars for a guy that's turned the ball over, I think 54 times. Yeah. Um. Whether it's there's stuff around him now. I know that it wasn't, it's not been the, the, the best situation and that's fine. He is. everyone has given him the benefit of the doubt with that. And that's fine. He did show growth last year, but if you're telling me I can have him or Jaden Daniels, and no, and no matter what, I'm giving up draft picks. I know I got to get them, in, and they're essentially, in a lot of ways, viewed as a as a as, as, as the same player. I know that one has NFL experience. I'm gonna take the five years yeah. of control and, and 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 much cheaper because.
2: Well, it, it, before you go any further, let me play devil's advocate when it comes to Justin Fields. All right, you have an extra draft pick that you can trade because of the Calvin Ridley situation most likely.
3: Well, you have a 3, but it could be a 2.
2: And if you're going to sign, well, I, even I mean that that cushions the blow of giving away a 2 if you yeah. have an extra 3. True. So it cushions the blow a little bit. And if you are going to bring in a veteran quarterback, you are going to have to pay them. Right? You're going to have to pay them. I think that's a lot of people's arguments in favor of bringing Justin Fields here. It's like we have an extra pick to trade and you're going to have to pay uh, to, to pay any veteran can we You should be in.
3: realistic for a second.
2: Well, I know what you're going to say because
3: I agree with you. No, I don't I should I, you might not. Look, I don't want to I, we shouldn't and no longer we should no longer mention Kirk Cousins in the city because it's not realistic. No, 45 not, million dollars. You are not you're not getting anything else this year. Well, and
2: Justin Jefferson has come out and said he wants him. He well, wants him yeah.
3: Back. And and he's he's holding his contract yeah, up. Might be a big deal. And that's I don't blame Justin Jefferson Not either. at all. So it's it's basically it's it, it, let's Call it what it is, if you're going to sign a guy to be the starter and it's going to be realistic, it's one or two guys. It's Justin Fields or get a guy, I should say, or it's Russell Wilson. And the reason I would go Russell Wilson over Fields is because of such short term and the money is probably going to be pretty good because you don't have to trade for him. They're going to cut him, all right? They're, they're, they've killed any trade value they have for Russell Wilson unless a team is so ridiculously desperate that they're going to give – and, and Denver is desperate enough just to take a six, but nobody wants that contract. They can He's getting this guaranteed money. They can make it cheap. So that works out for the team getting him. So those are the only two guys for me that are in the league right now that that are viable options. And, and Fields is only going to cost you – $21 million in the fifth year. The problem is, and you've said this, and you're absolutely right, and we've seen this with trades with guys going into their fourth year, is when they get traded over, they want security and they want money. For sure. And, and I don't it's blame It's the Montez Sweat conversation. I don't – don't, but don't blame them. The problem for me is, is what does is Justin Fields camp want and what is actual market value for what – he's done because that's what you get paid on in the NFL. That's a good point. You don't get paid big contracts on, well, it was a bad situation, and look at my potential. You get paid uh, on what uh, you've there's, done.
2: There's, there's been some of that. There there's, has been some of that. There's NFL. been a little bit. Well, I but, mean, let's look but at even Kyler Murray. Kyler,
3: if, well, Kyler Murray had a, a year where he led an offense that, that averaged 26 points and went to the playoffs. Now, he looked bad in the playoffs. He yeah. got paid off that year. And, and, and look, one other thing that gets forgotten is that offense averaged 23 points uh, a year over the three – I think it was three years that Kingsbury was there with Kyler. Yeah, yeah. So, Kyler has has one big year, and he got paid for it. Whether it was – and I, I didn't agree with that either. I didn't think he should have gotten paid at that point. I didn't think he had was there. But he did, and good for him. So, Justin's going to do the same thing. And I don't blame him. I don't. I don't yeah. blame you for getting money.
2: I don't blame him either. Uh, guys are listening to the Morning Shift on Sports Radio 19 on the game. I want to get back to some of these Dane cuts, too, because when we had Dane on yesterday, we also kind of asked and alluded to the fact that, hey, how spread out are these
4: six or seven quarterbacks that you're hearing about in the draft? For me, Bo Nix and Michael Penix are more – fringe NFL starters, in my opinion. I don't see them as guys that are going to ascend to top 12 status in the NFL. JJ McCarthy from Michigan is an interesting one because he's not ready. You know, he is a guy that's going to take some time to develop and I'm not sure that necessarily fits with Atlanta's timeline. So I keep coming back to these top three guys. If you're not going to draft one of these top three guys, I'm not sure that I'm drafting a quarterback early. You know, is it worth drafting a Michael Penix in the second round or is that just the same thing we did with Desmond Ritter? You know, a solid quarterback who I'm not sure really gives us a huge advantage. And so if I'm not going to make a big splash in free agency or a trade, you know, like a Justin Fields type of trade, I'm going to be looking at all my scenarios to make sure I get one of those top three quarterbacks this year. Because quarterback is not one of those positions that I want to compromise on. I want to go get my guy. And for me, it's one of those top three guys this year.
2: I mean, it's pretty interesting stuff. I, anybody who's saying, "Hey, I, I like uh, Bo Nix, let's get him on the backside of the first round." Hey, I, I, you know, I like this guy, let's get him on the backside of the first round. JJ McCarthy truthers out there. Um, but well, he, it he, seems like Dane's kind of shutting the door. On he that.
3: just blew up the whole. This is a really deep quarterback class. Yeah, he did. Said, you know what? It's three guys and 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 a, and a maybe on four, and then just some Jags. Yeah, I some, mean,
2: some Jags out there.
3: And look, I think the biggest wild card in the NFL draft this year could be JJ McCarthy because. I, 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 you can't find two people to say the same thing about. No, I can't. So, it, I mean, some people intriguing. he's
2: top ten. Other people he's third round. You,
3: I, 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 mean, Jim Harbaugh said he's talked about him like Dabo talked about Deshaun Watson. I mean, he went. He's one step from saying he was. You know, uh, Dabo. Oh, he's Michael Jordan's out there. You got to go gift him. Yeah. Well, Michael <laughs> Jordan was out there, and he was drafted tenth that same year ahead of Deshaun Watson, ironically <sighs> enough. Um, and it was named Patrick Mahomes, but. He's the most interesting guy. I just I don't understand the dis the the, the knock on Jaden Daniels that some people have came out with and not Dane. Dane clearly thinks he's the third best. This guy won the, the Heisman Trophy. He came to LSU from Arizona State and he wasn't a polished he was an he was a good athlete, but he wasn't polished in the pocket. And I've sat back there and watched him make some throws at Mike that he's not throwing to guys running wide open. I mean, there was some contested – he had Malik Neighbors and and those guys going up there and grabbing, making some good catches too. But he put the ball where his guy could get him and he can move. And I I just think that he – to me, if I'm Atlanta, I'm moving heaven and earth to get the three to get him. And and I honestly – I don't – I don't think that Drake May is – he's kind of – everybody's cooled off on him. But
2: yeah, it's been there's been ups and downs. Some people are moving him back, and some people it seems like are holding firm.
3: Uh, and I, I I look at him, and he I'm was not
2: Hasselbeck that come out yesterday and said he thinks he's one
3: QB one. He's 6'4", 230, <laughs> got a cannon, can move. Who's that sound like? I'm here for it. Who's that sound like? Well, I, it sounds like a number of quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah, it sounds like a guy though than Buffalo that that can, was. Is he two thirty? Well, he's actually like two fifty. I was gonna say I don't but, think that guy's two thirty, bro. But but you know, you, know you, you can put on weight in the NFL if you got the yeah, right I, strength coach.
2: It, it, he's he's every bit of two fifty, uh, but the, and he's 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 getting it done at two fifty.
3: The unpolished Josh Allen was completely unpolished coming out of Wyoming, and Buffalo gave him a couple years because he was a number one draft pick, and Brian Day went up there, and man, he just flourished. He got um, digs, and he, and he, and that those guys helped him mature into the to the quarterback he is now.
2: Yeah, uh, it's. <laughs> I just, I, I'm excited over the next month right before we get to free agency. I am, um, I, I think, uh, content either way if something doesn't happen immediately in free agency. Um, but uh, it's going to be a fascinating conversation, man, for the next uh, for the next month plus to move throughout this off season. Falcons needing to do something at uh, the quarterback position. All right, we're live from Daytona, Florida. Guys, for the morning shift, Bo and Mike, the meathead edition of the morning shift. Tiff is uh, getting some of that beauty sleep uh, that she uh, cherishes so much. Uh, When we come back, we're going to go in the huddle, and uh, there's a certain coach that's a quote-unquote retread that is now the favorite for coach of the year in the NFL next year. And also, there is a quarterback around the NFL getting paid. He just resides on the other side of the country. It's the morning shift. Mike and Bo, Sports Radio, 929 The Game.
5: More than just sports talk, this is the morning shift. I'm
0: in. Me too. On Sports Radio 929,
1: the
3: game. <laughs> it's time to huddle
0: up. Bring it in, Cole!
1: Bring it in, Cole! The latest NFL news, rumors, reports, and happenings within
5: the huddle on the morning shift.
2: Sports Radio 929, the game. Mike, Bo Morgan, Squid Billy down here in Daytona, Florida. Uh, hanging out down here for Speed Weeks. Daytona 500 on Sunday. Uh, doing an anti-rain dance, uh, trying to get the clouds to go away for the next few days. Hopefully you're able to get that done. Uh, but for now, we're going to talk a little bit of football. From a healthier weight to more energy, when you switch to your dog's food to the farmer's dog, the effects can feel magical. What sorcery is this? None at all. It's just real food made for the health of dogs. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash magic.
3: Yeah, you can't see it because uh, your back is to the, the, the door. But I can look out here and just... I See the ocean, just the yeah. Is it the cloudy out just there? waves rolling out. Yeah, yeah. There's I see a little, uh, little well, see a little break in them, but there is uh, it's clouds. Any any
2: blue sky would be a good thing today. Uh, yeah. Any blue sky for the rest of the weekend would be a, a good thing. I don't know that we'll get it. Uh, just listen, man. Mother nature sometimes doesn't want to watch uh, the race as scheduled. Doesn't want to watch the sporting events as scheduled. Speaking so, of
3: mother nature, I think I just saw a seagull dive in the ocean and grab a fish. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's hungry. It's breakfast right, time. I'm about to break my neck it and turn
2: around. Uh, Let's get some of these NFL stories in the huddle. Uh, right now, Jim Harbaugh opens as favorite for Coach of the Year in his first year with the 49ers. Uh, he won AP uh, Coach of the Year in his first year with the 49ers. I'm sorry. Um, look, he's in his first year with the Chargers, I should say, and he's favored to uh, do it again uh, and win Coach of the Year. I, it, it, when I first read this, I thought, okay, newcomer of the year, rookie Coach of the Year. Uh, something along those lines. No, just a favorite for AP Coach of the Year.
3: Well, he can't be a rookie or a newcomer.
2: Well, I mean, he's a newcomer to the NFL. Yeah,
3: he's what, been there before. Like
2: return story. I mean, yeah. Well, comeback, you to give him comeback, comeback Coach, Coach of the, the Year.
3: year? <laughs> what the hell? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think I think this is the only look. This That's is a, a real category. No, there's there's a really good chance that this is a uh, this is a good bet because <laughs> he's got a. Now they have to, to to deal with some cap issues as as every team really does in the NFL, but. They're in a good place. You have a uh franchise quarterback in Justin Herbert, and you have a pretty stacked defense. Again, money is an issue and, and there's reports that that Joey Bosa, uh that, that they they might be willing to shop him because he has a twenty five million dollar cap hit yeah. next year for them. So, yeah, there's some uh there's some stuff to look at, but it's not a bad it's not a bad pull. He was the guy that it's plus 550 so you're making money
2: i mean that's pretty that's not bad as far as being a favorite
3: the athletic released an article about three days ago and it was they took they went around the nfl and talked to select um gms and head coaches yeah and they were grading the hires of the 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 guys that just got hired in this process Select
2: gms and coaches were grading the hires of now current coaches. current coaches. Like, okay. What do you think? Right. What, right. who,
3: and who would you vote? What was the best hire? Basically, in your in your mind, what was the best hire?
2: Well, I mean, am I guessing what they said, or am, is, are you want what well, I what no, I. No, no, I'm
3: telling you that that's what they that was the the criteria okay. for them. Okay. And I think the I think um, Harbaugh got the most votes. We know who got the second most. Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris. Yeah. I and, and it, listen, was, it his, was a runaway. Those two were far ahead of everybody else. Yeah,
2: I was going to say his odds for Coach of the Year next year are, are third. He's third in the battle for Coach of the Year as far as you know, as, far as Vegas sees it. They have Matt LaFleur at second at plus 800, Raheem Morris at plus 1,000, which is, listen, that's higher than Shane Boy. Steichen, D'Amico Ryans, Robert Sala. We Mike might need Nell. to make a call. I
3: know. I yeah. like that.
2: Uh, well, listen, I'm about to have to make another call for Duncan here in just a second because uh, um, it's either that or we're going to hear the dog uh, before we want to. Here, so, oh,
3: so you're going to get transfusion.
2: I do want to report to Dialon too that our buddies brought us some donuts a minute ago. Uh, no cream filled. So uh, you mean good. the
3: live studio audience? Yeah.
2: Well, it, well, that they do they do comprise the live studio audience at this point. Yeah. Uh, it is <laughs> it's seven. 7.30. Sounds like you uh, guys, guys have here been Daytona. deprived
5: of a good time, then, if there are no cream-filled donuts.
3: I, I, exactly,
2: exactly. No,
3: there's just nothing gross being – no, I'm not going to say it.
2: Uh, speaking of some guy that probably does enjoy a donut, uh, Jason Kelsey, back in the news. is <laughs> rude. Because of, listen, I love a donut, too. Let's let's be honest. Uh, his teammate, Jordan Mailata, left tackle, uh, former rugby star, uh, Jordan Mailata that plays left tackle for the Eagles. Um, no shot that Jason Kelsey will return to the Eagles in 2024. Uh, and he says this via NBC sports, Philadelphia, um, look, you're telling me he's going shirts off in the games, gambling in the casinos. He's coming back. No way. He's having too much fun. He's out there living his life and I'm going to miss him for sure, man. It's been the greatest six years of my life for sure. Being here in the NFL and getting to meet people like Jason Kelsey. Well, sniff, sniff.
3: He's having emotional at the end there. He look. I don't necessarily think there's no shot, but I don't know him nowhere near the way that Jordan Mailata does. He's definitely living his best life right now. And uh, he kind of took some of the spotlight away from uh, Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. The, the real MVP in his house is his wife. Oh, no doubt. She, she is hilarious. Yep. And she's, she kind of treats him like, you know, what he needs. She, she, she gets, treats she, him like
2: every other wife. She, she like gets like in him. Normal and she's a wife.
3: You know, but it's funny because we see – you hear and see their interactions, right? Yeah. And then you realize, oh, oh, wait, that's what my wife thinks it's about me when we're out and we're, we're doing stupid stuff. 100%. That, that is, is that, and I, I, I heard her getting into him in that podcast that they have, and I was like, I heard, and Amy doesn't get into me, but I've heard her say, you're ridiculous, or what are you thinking, what she, are you Amy doing?
2: Doesn't, Amy doesn't get on you. Please she don't does. She's, Please she, don't lie to these people.
3: She's nice about it. Like, the way she does it, she she waits, and she's, she's like – quite as blunt. She'll be like, you really think you should be doing that? You really think it's smart at 40? You really think, you know, she'll be like, you really think, you know, with your job you should be doing that? And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, we were all Jason Kelsey, And I, I love you forever, Botado, because that's my nickname that she had. <laughs> i tell you what, Dylan, if I was – I, I, I was in reach of you right now.
2: Uh, oh, man. I had to all do right. it. Uh, I got to talk about Geno Smith as well. Geno Smith will remain on the Seattle Seahawks roster through uh, Friday. So why is that? Uh, why is that news? He is due a twelve-point-seven million-dollar contract that now locks in and becomes fully guaranteed with him being on the roster uh, today. So that's huge news. I don't think this. I don't think this takes away the opportunity for them to possibly trade him if they wanted to. I don't think they will. I mean, it's he's pretty reasonable. Uh, but you know, it is going to be kind of a, a new kind of scheme going on.
3: There, you so. wanna. You wanna. Dark horse for a quarterback this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, first off, congratulations, Geno Smith. Yeah. Because I think it's so cool how that guy struggled for years and had some tough situations uh, for him as, as he was trying to get better, and then he finally latched on it in, in, in Seattle and just balled out. Um, he is older. Mike God, McDonald. Man, older. Mike McDonald has. He was his rookie year was thirteen. So. I know you're
2: right. He is older, but gosh, my head, man! I do not want to believe that Geno Smith is older. But listen yeah, to this: six degrees, thirty-four, maybe.
3: Seattle probably won't take a quarterback in the first round because they got a starter. But if there's a project, and JJ McCarthy is a second rounder, Mike McDonald was at Michigan two, uh, three years ago true. when he was a freshman. That's true. He knows him, the hardball connection. JJ McCarthy could be in Seattle. See, that could be the that and that's why you pick this up because if if you draft a guy late in the first or in the second, they can sit for a year.
2: Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, There's and, and and honestly, there's gonna be a lot of stories. I feel like so many moving pieces in the NFL here recently, where these coaches just more and more, man. We had eight openings this year. Uh, you know, obviously, um, some of them earlier than others, but eight openings. Think about that, man. In terms of 32 NFL teams. You got eight openings and it's just you know a, a co- so there's so many coaches moving in different places and there's so many crossovers and there's so many now you know branches on the coaching tree from some of these guys that you're bound to run into somebody I mean you're bound to run into uh to somebody that uh, wants to have those conversations and move a guy around and I and look it's also you know when, when Terry Fontenot said when he went out and hired Raheem Horse so it was hey I need to call people and ask them and people that have been around him you're always going to have those phone numbers in your phone if you're a coach that's been on one of those staffs and even if you miss the guy. You can call it, hey, how's this guy to work with?
3: Is it safe to say that most businesses are relationship businesses? I mean, I know that this one that we're in is. uh, But you you get with these leagues like the NBA and the NFL and uh, Major League Baseball, they're relationship leagues. And if you have a relationship and it helps you get second, third, fourth opportunities, it helps you get – you know, someone might say, well, I remember, you know, you should talk to so-and-so, man. They they really know their stuff, and then you bring the guy in, and he blows you away. Yeah. Right? I mean, Raheem Morris, you know, I'm not saying he got this job because of the relationship he had here already, but it was like, well, you know, Raheem's done well out there. His name's still popular. Let's, let's bring him in. And then, wow, this guy's so much Blue farther along him. than when he was. Yeah. Like hey, he's. Hey, I know his place. plane's
2: going from Washington to Seattle right now, Washington to D.C. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Turn that plan around. Well, we, can't, we can't lose him,
3: no, you know, you and it's, it's so that's not surprising.
2: Uh, all right, real quick before we get to break, uh, former Falcons linebacker Fulton Kuykendall dies at 70 years old yesterday. It was announced a uh, 10-year career uh, with the um, San Francisco. The, Fal- uh, the Falcons have been a six-round pick in 1975, appearing in 123 games with 93 starts. He played one game for the eighter, uh, the Niners in 85 before retiring uh, you have memories.
3: Yeah, well, no, I don't because he was before me. But I've, this guy I've heard about so many years, Captain Crazy, you know, you always hear growing up a Falcons fan, you don't get a lot of good defenses or pass rushes. So when you hear about the grit splits careful, defense, careful. you, hey, it's the truth. But so you remember these, these the, the bomb squad was in 98, the grit splits was in the, the 77 season. And this guy, if you talk to people, I like talked to ours before about this guy just threw his. Threw his body, man. He didn't care. Threw his body around and just left it all out there. So, Falcons legend, yeah.
2: Yep. thoughts with his family. Uh, just a, a great football player and reportedly a great man. So, I'm uh, thinking about him. Uh, Falcons, former Falcons linebacker, Fulton Kaikendall dies all at 70. Uh, it's that time of day, guys. Uh, we're coming back on the other side of the break. It's, it's
3: that time of the week.
2: It's that time of the week. Uh, we're going to hit a mic up. We'll do fair foul Friday. Should be a pretty fun round of it. Dylan will sit in for Tiff. Uh, and we'll chop it up as we move throughout this morning shift. Live from Daytona, Florida, it's the Mike and Bo Meathead Edition. Oh,
3: no, it's Daytona Beach.
2: Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're looking at the shores right now. Uh, we'll be right back with mike Up. Fairfoul Friday, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs>
5: Start the day the right way with The Morning Shift. With
0: Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. All right. All right. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
2: It's time to rant.
5: Excuse me.
0: It's time to rage.
4: It's time for Fair or Foul Friday on Mike Top
0: On The Morning Shift.
2: Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Morning Shift Meathead Edition. Mike and Bo down here in Daytona Speak Beach, Florida. For uh, Speed Week's Daytona 500 on Sunday, having a lot of fun, man. Doing a little, uh, little guy's trip, little work trip uh, down here, hanging out, man. So um, uh, it's been a good...
3: It's like a family know. reunion for you.
2: Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, you related like to everybody in the room but me. 15 hours, you think, <laughs> we've been here? Uh, it seems like we've done a lot. Uh, this hour brought to you by Zero Rest. Smart, last, and clean. Got to get uh, mic'd up, fair or foul. Friday, Dylan's going to step in for TIFF. You guys know the drill. All right, so yesterday, I'll start with this one. Yesterday, Alex Anthopoulos joined the Steakhouse. He's talking about kind of his upbringing around baseball, and he mentioned something that's uh, brought up from the past, a show called This Week in Baseball. Do you remember that, Bo? Oh, Twitter? I do. Oh,
3: man, the, the song it used to do.
2: Fair or foul, Dylan has never heard of This Week in Baseball. Fair, fair. or foul,
3: fair. Dylan has never heard fair. of This Week in Baseball. Fair. Can't
5: confirm that it, can't confirm that is fair.
3: Golly, man. <laughs> it sounds vaguely. There's so much
5: nostalgia. Very they, vaguely they used... sim, uh, familiar, but I'm 99.9% sure. Don't know
3: what it is. The guy's name was Mel. What was his name? Mel. Yeah. Um,
2: Appointment TV in my house, man.
3: Well, I listen
2: to that guy all day.
3: Well, for me, it would always come on TBS during a Braves rain delay. Yeah. And you hear, dunk
2: Yeah. Dunk. Oh, man. That's nostalgic. All right. Let's move on. Uh, the Super Bowl logo for next year's Super Bowl was unveiled yesterday and of course the Super Bowl is in New Orleans kind of hits me when I'm looking at that logo it would be twice as sweet for the Falcons to win a Super Bowl in New Orleans fair fact it would be twice as sweet for the Falcons to win a Super Bowl in New Orleans Dylan we'll start with you oh yeah
5: that is very very fair to win it there and then if you all remember when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta that was the year the pass interference happened against the Rams, so that kind of stopped that's them right. from being able to come to Atlanta and win a Super Bowl. So to take our opportunity to go win a Super Bowl in New Orleans and take advantage of it, so sweet, so much sweeter, yeah. super fair.
3: That is that's, that's um, that is amazingly well put, Dylan. I completely <laughs> agree with everything. And I think we – and it's fair, but I think we forget because – I, I, I had, thought you would say
2: foul. I, I thought you would say foul, and you know why? I thought you would say, I don't want to go to that place.
3: Well, I hate that place. I know. Um, I, I it, don't hate the city – but I hate that stadium. Yeah, it is. Um, it is a garbage can. Um, <laughs> that they're. It, it's. You know what's the old. That, that, I, have, that, I have a love
2: hate with it personally. So they've
3: redone the locker rooms, by the way. Thank God. Uh, but
2: we like closets.
3: And they've added an elevator to the press level, but yeah. it's essentially they have put pig on a uh, lipstick on a pig. Yeah,
2: yeah. I have a love hate with it, man. I, I I caught a touchdown there one time. We also lost this, the uh, <laughs> the the sugar, sugar bowl there. Uh, Back in 2008, that was one of the rougher parts.
3: you guys just didn't want to go. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. listen, I didn't even play, but about eight plays in that game, so we'll get to that at another time. All right, uh, here's the next one. Fair or foul? From here on out, if we just started today, fair or foul, Russell Wilson will start more games than Justin Fields. If we started today, fair or foul, uh, Russell Wilson will start more games than Justin Fields. Well, we'll start with you.
3: That is a loaded question. (laughs) Um...
2: I love when you say that. It means I'm doing my job right.
3: Hell, I don't know. I'm going to say foul. Um, I I think – I'll put it this way. There are two guys that are seemingly in crossroads in their careers. Yeah. Because Russell Wilson is what is left and are you still a starter? And Justin Fields, if he gets traded, is this is it. This is a big opportunity to make this stick, get paid. But if this doesn't work out – Yeah. And the turnovers don't stop, and and, it, and and you don't prove that it was a bad situation in Chicago and not a good marriage for everyone, then it's the Jameis Winston tour. Yeah,
2: might go south uh, from there. What do you say, Dylan? Fair, or foul. Russell Wilson starting now. Russell Wilson will start more games than Justin Fields.
5: I think it's fair. I mean, I know. Excuse me. I think it's foul. I I don't think I think Justin Fields is going to end up finding a new home. I don't think the Bears are going to do the thing that has been reported where they. Draft Caleb Williams and keep Justin Fields. I think if they draft Caleb Williams, they'll end up trading Justin Fields and they'll both end up starting the games. I think Russell will find a home, whether it's the Steelers, whether it's here in Atlanta. So I'll say foul.
3: It won't be in the, it won't be in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. That, that's that's not happening. Uh shout out to Dat Dude J on Twitter. It was Mel Ott. I knew it was Mel, but it wasn't was right. Mel Ott was the host of this week in baseball. All
2: right, uh moving on. Let's go fair foul. Uh, uh AJ Smith Schauver will have more wins this season than Bryce Elder. Fair or foul, A.J. Smith-Shawber will have more wins this season than Bryce Elder. But we'll start with you.
3: I'm going to say it's fair because I've looked at the uh, some of the potential fifth starters, Shawber, Elder, Waltrip, Ronaldo Lopez. I think Schauber is ready to take that step. I think, he, I think he is too. I think he dipped his foot in last season a few times, had some good things, had some bad things, probably learned over the offseason. Boy, that w- man, could you imagine him at the at the you have at the five. you have Strider at hopefully your everybody second. stay healthy yeah Max healthy's one Strider's two and then Mortner sell three or four and then you have that flamethrower at five <laughs> giddy up
5: yeah uh, what do you think Dylan I'm actually gonna go foul on this one I think Bryce he struggled last year obviously towards the end of the season even though he had a great first half I think he's gonna have a chip on his shoulder I think he's gonna come back better I think he's going to figure out what went wrong for him in the second part of the year. And I think, you know, with injuries and, you know, hopefully everybody stays healthy, but injuries are a part of it. So I think there could be a situation where they're both in the starting rotation at the same time. So I'm going to say foul. I think Bryce steps up and I think he's going to end up with more wins.
2: All right. I have a bone to pick. Something that's been bothering me the last few days, buddy of ours, uh, picking a new NASCAR driver, right? So Bo and I have this buddy, Doug, Uh, his guy retired. Right. And so he has to kind of go out and, Hey, who am I going to cheer for this year? Well, he went so chalk, he actually picked the best driver probably in the field right now, Kyle Larson, on the best team in NASCAR right now, which is Hendrick Motorsports. Fair or foul to pick a past champion and the best in the sport as your favorite midway through their career?
3: Dylan, go ahead and take it
2: first. <laughs> yeah, this—it's like Dylan. It's like jumping into a sport and saying, "You know what? I'm I'm gonna start watching the Yankees. They're my team."
5: It's a total bandwagon move, so it, it's fair. Yeah. I mean, it—just why? Like, if you're just hopping in to hopping in to watch the best, I get understanding and appreciating greatness. But if you're just jumping in and automatically becoming yeah. the the a fan of the best team or the best player or whatever, it's just a total bandwagon move. I, I completely agree.
3: Well, that's um. It was Mel Allen now apparently, not Mel Odd. I don't know. I'm getting all kinds of just discerning the all the information on Twitter. Is, is it fair
2: or foul, Bo? It's foul. The best It's one. foul
3: because he didn't just say, "Kevin Harvick, I'm done with him. I'm gonna go be Kyle Larson fan because he's got a title." Yeah. His driver retired on him. Okay. That, that's that's – so you have to pick a new driver. It's garbage,
2: man. And he, I'm not here for he it. Don't searched, go into a sport and pick the me, best guy.
3: Let me tell you something. You just hold up there, bud. Yeah. I'm I, gonna, I, you know
2: what? I started watching the NBA in 96. So I'm going to watch the Bulls. That's it. Well,
3: they you just you, just, the you just six, told just told a whole generation yeah. picks things. It's NASCAR. It's not like Doug, who lives outside of Birmingham, can say, well, I got the Birmingham driver. I'm going to roll with him. Yeah. He picked a guy that's going to be fun to – Watch. Yeah. He loves race. He loves fun. all styles of racing. He loves dirt track, Kyle Larson races, and all that. So he gets to go watch him on these things during the week. So I think you're being a little hard on Doug. I don't. I think it's unfair.
2: Uh, fair foul. i got to get through some of these pretty quick. Fair foul. The Falcons should at least inquire about Geno Smith. Fair foul. The Falcons should at least inquire about Geno foul. Smith. Not even make a phone call. Foul. Not even say how much. No. Uh, what do you no. think, Dylan? Fair foul. They should at least inquire about Geno Smith.
5: It's foul. You go get your
2: guy. I don't think Geno Smith is one of their guys. I don't think he's that guy. I tend to agree with you. Uh, all right, here's the next one. Uh, trying to figure out what we're going to do uh, since we're all up so early. Brunch on a boys' trip. Brunch on a boys' trip. You we we'll start with you. Brunch on a boys' trip. Fair foul?
5: Heck, yeah, it's fair. Food is food, man. I don't care if you call it brunch. Or whatever, it, food is food, and anywhere, anytime you can get some good breakfast or some get a uh, good breakfast lunch combo, you go take advantage. So it's completely fair. Right.
3: Can I yeah. get a Can I get a qualifier on what time brunch is supposed to start? Well, you
2: you that starts between ten and eleven.
3: Okay, well, what time does Hooters Before
2: open? Before the uh, hopefully 10.
3: 10.45? <laughs> then say I'm going to say foul <laughs> if we're going to go out to eat at in the ten o'clock hour, we might as well hit the Hooters. Might up. as well head to Hooters. Some right. wings, man.
2: I think most people in those campgrounds are probably already drinking. Uh, look here, here's the, the next fact
3: one. that I asked that out loud and I immediately had an answer. Shows you who we're with. I love it.
2: Uh, we showed up uh, down here to Daytona, and Dylan, I don't know if you understand this. You can actually drive on the beach down here in Daytona Beach. You can actually, so actually, one of the only places in the country you can actually drive on the beach it actually has like a almost looks like a what place you back up. So you could drive
5: like a Kia or a there. Honda Elantra on the
2: beach. Well, as long as you don't get stuck. Oh, and uh okay. so that brings me to my next question. Fair foul, Dylan. We'll start with you. Bo would pay for a photo shoot with his truck on the beach. Fair, <laughs> fair foul. <laughs> Bo would. Bo would pay for a photo shoot with his truck. I've never on been the
5: beach. I've never been so sure of anything in my life that is a million percent <laughs> fair. You mean to tell me he ain't going to take the what is it? The the the, the Omaha steaks the, w, the sauce, w sauce sauce. Uh, no 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 no.
3: Z71. W- No, it's a W Sauce Omaha Steaks AT&T Gagillionaire Z71. Yeah, he's
5: definitely taking a photo shoot of his truck Um, on the beach.
3: I'm going to say fair as well. I want to give a shout-out to Steak Shapiro who texted me. He's listening on his way in clearly, and um, he said it was Mel Allen. So, thank you, Steak. Mel Allen. This week in baseball, glad We've we got it cleared that. up.
2: God, we glad we glad we handled. Well, that. it's it's you know, um, it's, God forbid it's we go to the break without knowing Mel Ott or Mel Allen.
3: It's been something that's uh, just you know bothering me this whole segment. I, I, I got you.
2: It's been actually, it, it, it's actually been bothering me the whole segment because it's been bothering you that much. <laughs> the whole Dylan, that Dylan, Dylan, I got a fair or foul <laughs> question
3: for you real quick. Go ahead, uh, fair or foul, uh, Mike. So watch it, watch it. Mike is very sensitive to how I interact in this segment. Yeah, every I Friday, I am. I mean, if I look away, <laughs> from fair, if fair. I don't make Mike, eye contact for you, ten straight minutes with be, him,
2: you might be, ma- yeah, ten straight minutes is very is be upset, You, you right? know
5: what it is, too, Bo? Like you have a specific window. Like if you go too short, he gets upset. If you go too long when yeah. answering the question, you have a specific yeah, so window true. that you have to stay in when you're answering. Thank that's, you. That's a thousand Thank you. percent He's,
3: true. This is the only segment all week that he is overly <laughs> sensitive <laughs> with.
2: Yeah, you got to keep it moving,
5: man.
3: Golly. I don't want to hear about that. Now I know what out, Lindsay feels out. like.
2: Yeah, you should. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of, we won't keep the windows small on you guys. We got a wake up call coming up next. Uh, listen, I, I'm curious to see what we get today, but uh, I think we all need a wake up call. We're down here in Daytona Beach for the morning shift. Me and Bo, uh, Hair the Dog. Is it too early for that? When is too early for Hair the Dog, especially when you're on a boys trip? How about that well, wake up
3: call? Well, NASCAR trips. They're, it's completely different because there are no rules.
2: Yeah. All right, That's the wake-up call coming up on the other side. It's the Meathead edition of the Morning Show Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game.